You're listening to the Growing Up Rock Podcast with your host, Stephen Michael and Sonny Hollywood Pooney. All right, so I'm going to start by blowing your mind here. So I'm walking through the airport the other day. I'm listening to Wasp, and Animal comes into my headphones, and I'm thinking to myself, like you would say, self, is there anybody else on the planet listening to Animal right now? Like this very second, all the people on this planet, am I the only one listening to Animal at this second? Have you ever thought about that before? Uh, No, I can't say I actually have. All right. Gets better. I'm getting on the plane now, flying Southwest, get in my seat, and it switches from uh, animal to mean man, right? Uh So I'm like, wonder if anybody on the planet is listening to mean man right now. And as I'm listening, I open up my iPod and I queue up The Punisher on Netflix because the second season just came out. And a guy sitting right next to me queues up Punisher second season. I'm like, maybe there is somebody listening to Wasp right now too. Could be. For all you know, Blackie Lawless was in the laboratory of the airport listening to uh, Animal Fuck Like a Beast. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> this is how I spend my days. I got nothing better to do. All righty. Well, now that we've gotten that out of the way, it is time for our third and pretty much our finale of Monsters of Rock Cruise Preview. 2019 edition so of course we will have a fourth finale recap episode once we get back from this cruise but you and i are on our way to miami at the end of this week pretty damn cool can't wait like it's been i've been looking forward to this big time and 50 bands I will make a mistake and try to hit too many, and then like three days in, I'll be looking at you going, I'm just stupid, but I just don't want to miss out on anything. I'm just, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to heed everybody's warnings that I've talked to that are veterans of this cruise and just not stress over it. I'm going to pick the five or six bands that I absolutely have to see, and I'm going to relax and mosey from club to club, and probably I really think that I'm going to spend a lot of time just kind of weaving in and out of places and seeing maybe two or three songs from this band or two or three songs from this band. I really think that I'm going to do that because one of the things that my wife and I just absolutely love to do on a cruise is put our feet up and just relax. And so I want to catch some sun. Hopefully there'll be like a good band on the pool stage and maybe we can get a good uh, pool chair, deck chair on one of the upper decks that looks down on the pool stage. That would be fantastic, you know? Yeah, I'm uh, polar opposite there. Even when I'm on vacation, like two or three days in, even if we're in Cabo or whatever, I'm like antsy. I'm like, okay, what are we going to do next? Or 
we'll be in Vegas and it's like, okay, we're here for a vacation. I'm like, it's seven o'clock in the morning. Get up. Let's go get coffee. What are we just sitting here for? Like, I just can't do it. And Nicole will go to the pool and she'll be happy as happy can be. And I cannot spend hours at the pool. I just can't do it. I just like relaxing, relaxing my brain. I love to get up early in the morning and have a cup of coffee while I watch the water outside and watch the sun come up and just, uh, you know, I just enjoy that time. I'm a morning person personally, you know? Yeah, my mind will start playing tricks on me. I'll be out there watching the water and go, man, there might be sharks in that water. And what if a shark comes up and it tries to hit the boat and then the boat starts rocking and am I going to see all the bands I'm supposed to be seeing and what day is it today? And my mind will start wandering like I got to be doing something. All right, so let's get into this because we've covered almost everybody that's going to be at the pre-parties and on the ship, and we've got a handful of bands left to cover in this third and final preview episode, and we played some great music. Now that this time has transpired, what are the updates and the announcements that have happened? I think the biggest thing that we saw was Janet Gardner from Vixen quit the band and they replaced her with Lorraine Lewis, who was going to be on the boat anyway, singing for Femme Fatale. And she's going to probably do double duty and fill in for Janet Gardner on Vixen. Was there any other changes that you're aware of that I might not be aware of? Uh, no, I think, uh, they announced the pre-parties and that pretty much stuck. Yep. I think there's still question of the rock and roll residencies on or not. And we're pretty confident it's on, but it's not on all the, all the logos and everything. Cause I think the logos were already made. Yeah. Um, yeah, they got added at the last minute and, uh, you know, I think we're in well enough with the band that I could, uh, text, uh, Phil and confirm that, but I'm relatively sure that they're planning on being there. I know that Michael Wagner is also going to be on board. He's not an official guest, but I know that he's going to be uh, on board. Oh, I missed that. When did that come out? Well, uh, I know that our friend, the Canadian Meister there, had uh, one Miss April Lee on their show, and she had talked about that a little bit. And I think, you know, April obviously is deeply involved with the Monsters of Rock Cruise. Uh, she was also involved with Rock and Pod, so that'll that'll be cool. You know, they get a lot of people that aren't necessarily guests that'll be part of the cruise as well. So that's that's cool to see who's going to show up. I can just imagine like Rich is going to be like master of ceremonies, huh? Like anytime we walk around, there's going to be twenty people huddled around him. Well, he's been on all the cruises, so I imagine, yes, he'll be the uh, non-rock star master of ceremony, whereas, you know, John Karabi is the mayor, and uh, I think a few of the other rock stars have titles, but uh, yeah, Rich is probably uh, just holds court in his own uh, world, you know? Yeah, it's going to be fun. Man, I can't wait. For sure. We are going to have a blast. We'll be giving away all kinds of cool stuff we're going to bring with us. So if you're listening to this at release time and you're coming on the Monsters of Rock Cruise, just find the Growing Up Rock logo and hit us up earlier than later. And you might get yourself 
uh, grown-up rock t-shirt, or we've got some kick-ass temporary tattoos with the Monsters of Rock logo and grown-up rock on them. That'll be super cool. We got stickers and picks to give away as well. So just find us and we'll be hitting you up with some swag throughout the cruise. That'll be super fun. I know a lot of people, I don't know what the deal is, but I know a lot of people on these cruises bring stuff to trade, uh, whether it's picks and stickers or t-shirts. I, I really don't know the full story there and nobody has shared that information. Did you see anything like that on the first cruise you went on? No, but I wasn't looking for it either. I was just kind of in awe. I didn't really go with anybody that had been on one of these before. Yeah. And maybe that's where I made the mistake. I was just kind of in awe. And by the time I kind of got used to the mojo of what was going on, it was over. All right. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't, I haven't seen anything like that. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's waste no more time. Let's get into this, uh, stuff and cover some of these bands. So, how about a little crank me up? Crank me up! It's time for the Crank It Up New Music Spotlight. All right. So for the Crank It Up New Music Spotlight, we are going to go along with the theme of Monsters of Rock preview, and we are going to cover Jet Boy. Jet Boy just released an album, Born to Fly. They weren't a band that I was seriously into back in the late 80s, early 90s when they put out their first record. I really liked the song Feel the Shake. I thought that was a great song. Uh, they put out a couple of albums, I think, since then. There were some songs here and there that I liked, and they're sort of hit or miss. I do really like the new single, Born to Fly. I thought that was a really good song. Uh, and that's what we're going to play. So here's Jet Boy and Born to Fly. Some days it seems so easy From start to finish then we do it again But all the time the roads are evil And something's holding me down I just can't win Complete confusion covers my senses Yeah, yeah. 
So the singer's completely bald now, but was this the dude with the like white mohawk, like blonde mohawk? Well, which guy, which guy passed away in Jet Boy? Was that the bass player? I don't know, but the, I thought the singer had this like crazy mohawk. He did originally, but I don't know if that's the same singer. I remember seeing him on Day on the Green, and they got like shoes thrown at him <laughs> because Motley Crue was headlining that day. Yeah. <laughs> I don't um, I don't know a ton about Jet Boy. I mean, I've got a couple of their records. Obviously, they're going to be on the cruise. They just released this record on Frontiers, and I haven't spent a whole lot of time with it because it just came out. I went through it once or twice, and there it's it's kind of I likened it to the first record that I got from them, which is there's stuff on it that I really like a lot, and other stuff's kind of hit or miss. And so that's what it is. So I invite them to change my mind live. Uh, hopefully I'll be able to catch a song or two uh, from them on the, on the cruise. And we'll see, uh, we'll see from there, you know? Yeah, I checked out all the songs on the new album. And the one you just played was the one I liked the best. Yeah. So Okay. Yeah. So there you go. Good old Jet Boy. All right. So from Jet Boy... To the master of ceremonies, the mayor, Mr. John Karabi. So Karabi, uh, when I went on 2015, he was doing the Motley 94 record in its entirety. So uh, that'd been the first time I'd seen Karabi in a while, actually. Definitely underrated guy in the rock and metal world. It's interesting because John's, you would think he's more like a hired gun, but he's pretty much been in bands the entire his entire career, whether it was Angora or... Scream or Motley or ESP, Union, 24-7, Brides of Destruction, Liberty and Justice, Rat, Dead Daisies. Like, he hasn't done a lot of solo stuff, and he doesn't usually get into just being on somebody's album, that's it, then jump to the next thing, jump to the next thing. He's usually a, a band guy. Now, that being said, he's been in a lot of bands. I think both of us can agree that we absolutely love that 94 Motley record. I think I speak for you there. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And then the the Dead Daisies gig is really kind of giving him new life in his career, which I hope that uh, it continues to help his overall career, even though, you know, he's in his mid-50s, late-50s now. But anyway, John's been in a bunch of bands, but he has done a few covers. There was a Van Halen tribute album called 80s Metal Tribute to Van Halen. And in 2006, John was asked to participate to do a song with... Bruce Kulick on lead guitar and guitar, obviously. Tony Franklin on bass. Greg Bissonette on drums. Now, it's hard to measure up to the original, but these four guys do it really well. Here's Hot for Teacher. 
Hey kids, this is John Karabi, and I'm hanging with Sunny Hollywood Pony, and you're listening to the Growing Up Rock Podcast. Turn it up, kids. See ya.
Yeah, so Karabi can really do no wrong in my eyes. I mean, I was a huge fan of that Scream record. Then he joined Crew later on and put out that Crew record, and I loved it. I love the Dead Daisies stuff. I've seen John acoustically. John really can do no wrong. I'm looking forward to seeing him on the cruise. I'm looking forward to maybe even having a chat or two with John Karabi uh, on the cruise just because he's a very approachable guy. Love, love John Karabi. Yeah, he's, uh, he's, it seems like a guy that'll be hanging out at the bar at the casino, so we just got to be watching for him. He's the mayor. You certainly can't miss him. He almost looks like <laughs> a homeless guy sometimes, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, but if, if Gary Corbett's on the shift too, they look alike now, so I'm not going to be able to pick them out. <laughs> Poor John. John, we can get you a haircut and a shave on the boat, buddy. <laughs> uh, love John. Absolutely. All right, that brings us up to, I guess, what's considered one of the headliners, uh, Tom Kiefer from Cinderella. Love Tom Kiefer. I'll say this. In the last festival-style music thing that I went to, Tom Kiefer was playing, and out of all the bands I saw, he was absolutely the best act I saw that entire weekend. He puts it all out there on the stage, 150%, and leaves nothing behind. I mean, he really was fantastic. His band's great. He's great. Sounding better than ever. Doing all the killer Cinderella. Doing some great stuff off this solo record that he put out. Now, what that solo record now has been out a few years, hasn't it? Uh, yeah. Hasn't he released like a deluxe edition that had Nobody's Fool on it? Like he's re-released it, I think. Even. Yeah. At the end of Maybe. last year, he released a uh, deluxe version of it. And I think the record was out two years before that even. Uh, so he just has been all over this new record. I would love to hear a new solo record from him uh, because I really like some of the stuff on his solo record. And Here's a song that kicks off the record, and I love this song. Here's Solid Ground.
I've said it before, I'll say it again, one of the hardest working guys in show business. Like, you don't see anybody on that stage sweating and working as hard as that guy. His unique vocals, like those vocals are hard to duplicate. That's for damn sure. I really like that song that you just played. Yeah, I would advise anybody on this cruise that hasn't seen Tom Kiefer solo to really make sure you check out one of the two shows uh, on the cruise because in terms of just a straight-ahead, good rock and roll show, Tom Kiefer really puts out. That's what his wife said, too. Oh! (laughs) No, but but seriously, folks, I'm here all week. No, but he's really he's really amazing. He he just rock and roll to the bone and uh love it. Looking forward to seeing it. Will not miss at least one of those shows on the boat for sure. All right. So talking about somebody I'm not gonna miss, since everybody plays twice, this will be my forty sixth and forty seventh time to see the mighty Y and T. Yes, I'm gonna pick them over whoever. I don't care because I'm I'm sticking with my rockers. But even in the Y&T circles, people usually see Earthshaker, Black Tiger, and Mean Streak as kind of their big three. Down for the Count had Summertime Girls, so, you know, that's got a bunch of play. And then Contagious had all the videos on MTV, so that gets some play. But uh, there's a few select diehards that love the album 10, but also love the sixth album called In Rock We Trust. And it usually kind of gets lost in the shuffle. So I think it's a killer record. This album had songs like Rock and Roll is Gonna Save the World and Don't Stop Running, which are kind of staples in Y&T's set right now. But I want to play a straight-up rocker that most people don't hear now. It is called Lipstick and Leather. Black and red. Rock and roll baby made a mess of my head.
All right. Love, love, love Lipstick and Leather. Awesome tune. And let me just say this. In Rock We Trust is a great record. Love all the records that Sonny mentioned. But Sonny, I'm going to call bullshit. Are you going to really go to two Y&T shows? What if one of those shows conflicts with Eclipse? Y&T wins. Seriously? Seriously. You got to be shitting me. I will pick Y&T over Soto, Kotzen, or Eclipse. Wow. That's crazy. What if, what if you've already seen Y&T once? Uh, doesn't matter because I'll see Eclipse at least once. If I get to see him twice, I definitely want to see him twice. But uh, I'm not missing out on Y&T. Anytime I've had a chance to see him, I don't miss. Dude, that is crazy. I I can't even believe you just said that. Like no oh, yeah. over Soto and Cotton too. Yeah, gotta represent the Bay, baby. See Soto and Cotton. At least they tour everywhere. Y and T. They'll stay on the West Coast. They'll hit a couple of Midwest dates, and then they're on the East Coast. So it's like now being in Wisconsin, it's like a act of God to get them here. Wow, you really love you some Y and T. Oh yeah, baby. So that's your number one band on this cruise then? Oh, yeah. It's my number one band by far. It's it's the only one I will not miss no matter who else is playing. My guess is I'll be able to see Cotton Soto, Extreme, Eclipse, and Y&T twice either way. Wow. That they won't. These guys are usually pretty smart. They're not going to put Y&T and Eclipse at the same time. I doubt it. Well, so that brings me to my second pick. And my second pick is probably one of the bands that I am absolutely on this cruise for. And that is Sweden's own Eclipse. And go back into the Grown Up Rock archives, and we did an interview with Eclipse when they were in local town to me playing some sort of um, prog rock show. Now, I didn't get to see them there. And honestly, Eclipse is not a band that tours regularly in the States, almost never. So my only opportunity to see Eclipse was either go to Sweden or go on the Monsters of Rock Cruise 2019. I will be sailing on this Monsters of Rock Cruise 2019. So you best rest assured that Eclipse is probably at the top of my list above all else to see. Don't know that I'll promise that I'm going to see him twice, but I'm absolutely going to see him once uh, and twice if I can. And the bottom line is I think there's a lot of monsters of rock cruisers that are not all that familiar with Eclipse. And so I hope that they'll go back and listen to the Grown Up Rock episode where we pick some of our favorite Eclipse songs and talk to the band before they go on the cruise. And then I hope they make it a point to see them while they're on the cruise because I don't think a lot of bands or a lot of fans that are on this cruise know about Eclipse and they're kick-ass. Check out this song for better or for worse. Hello, this is Eric Martinson and... Philip Krusner and Magnus Henriksson from Eclipse, and you're listening to the Growing Up Rock podcast with Steven and Hollywood. Turn it up.
Now, when we did that Eclipse episode, we kept messing up the album name. Yeah. Monumentum. Monumentum. Yes. Monumentum. Not momentum. <laughs> Monumentum. <laughs> that is off of Monumentum. Not momentum. That's a killer guitar riff, though. And the guitar riff is by Magnus, not Mangus. <laughs> Go back, listen to our episode. You'll get the joke. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Please make sure you subscribe to our podcast, Growing Up Rock, and leave us a review on iTunes. Give us a like and leave us a comment on Facebook at Growing Up Rock. All right. So if you like what you're hearing, then make sure you subscribe to our podcast, like the lovely and talented Samantha said. You can also help us out by going to podchaser.com and leaving us a review. Some of the recent reviews... I'm going to read one right now that comes from scharles027, left about nine days ago. says, I've been listening to this podcast since I heard about y'all on Decibel Geek, and y'all have become one of my go-to podcasts. I love the best of 2018 parts one and two. These were by far the best of the year in review shows I'd heard this year. I really liked the way your picks were not the mainstream picks and allowed me to discover new bands that often get overlooked. Kudos for the work and keep rocking. Now, I love it. That's creative and awesome feedback. Here's one that comes from uh, SNM is my hero. Uh, been listening for a while on other platforms. Love the pod chaser allows an easy way to leave feedback. So here it goes. Number one, less talk, more music is always best. <laughs> Number two, thanks for doing an episode every week. Number three, maintain balance between obscure bands and mainstream bands. Number four, I like the intros you guys do sometimes. And number five, thanks for providing cool content to help me get through a tough day. Killer. All right. That's good feedback. Let's talk, Sonny. More music. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Pretty sure he was addressing me. <laughs> yes, clearly. All right. Well, damn it, let's, uh, let's not uh, delay anymore. Let's get back into this episode. Hey, 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 I'm Steve Whiteman from Kicks, and you are rocking out with Growing Up Rock Podcast with Steve and Sonny. Crank it up. All right, so Sonny, we've talked all about the bands that we're going to go see, and we've played some great music but both you and I, we're bringing along our wives. And to be quite honest, neither one of our wives are really into this whole thing, this whole scene, this whole music. So what do we think? Uh, yeah, my, my wife is into music. She's just not into rock much. So she's going to support me. It's my 50th birthday present, and I love her for it. And, uh, you know, I, I want to balance that as part vacation and part concert, obviously. Artists, I think she would enjoy. I'm taking some guesses here, but I think the guesses are probably pretty good. I think she'll enjoy Extreme. She saw uh, Sharon with Van Halen, so uh, she'll have a connection to that. 
she's seen Richie Cotson, so she'll tolerate that. She'll think that the Nelson boys are cute, so that's got a shot. She's seen Jeff before. She loved that show, so she'll definitely go see Jeff. Mitch Malloy, you know, the guy's got a pretty smile, so I'm sure he's got a shot. Metalachi just seems too much, like too much fun, so that's definitely a shot. If Kip Winger does what he did when we saw him in Atlanta, that will definitely connect with Nicole. And then the Rock and Roll Residency will probably play songs she's heard before, so she'll like those guys. Yeah. So my wife really goes on cruises because she loves just to relax and read her books and do things like that. So that's really what my wife's all about. She, of course, is there to support the show and support me, and she's just awesome. And, uh, you know, she always has a good time. She's gone to see a lot of the shows with me, even though it's really not her thing. I think she's going to probably, like you, she's going to enjoy Ritzy Kotzen, if he does an acoustic thing, I think she's seen Kip Winger acoustic. I think that she'll enjoy that. She usually does enjoy him. We've seen him a few times now. She's seen it stream. She'll enjoy it stream. She's seen Y&T. She's seen Tesla. So none of those things are bad. I think she actually is looking forward to seeing Eclipse, which is cool. And it just probably comes down to a timing thing. It'll be all timing-wise, what's what, you know. Uh, I think she'll probably get a kick out of Nelson, maybe. But, you know, Metalachi, for sure, if they're playing by the pool, uh, she'll enjoy that. So that's kind of uh, what I would suggest to uh, my wife. Uh, Go check out those things. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, the plan, I'm hoping that we get like a spreadsheet a week out, kind of like what Rich was talking about. Sometimes they do that. So that way I can give Nicole, here's my plan of where I'm going to be. I would say this plan is 85% baked, right? So if you want to be in the room, you want to be at the pool, or you're looking for me, here's the best shots to find me. Yeah, agreed. Now I think I'll check it out, but the last time, we went on a cruise a lot of the cruise lines now have apps and what the apps are usually good for to tell you also like what's on the menu for the night and things like that but the apps are also good for being able to text back and forth freely and so it's really great to communicate on a ship with the ship apps now i don't know if royal caribbean has one i'm going to look into it uh, but we were able to do it and it's really a nominal fee i want to say it was like five bucks for the entire cruise or something it was really cheap but we used it on a disney cruise we used it on an ncl cruise so i'm hoping that royal caribbean also has this app that you can use and text back and forth because that'll make communication really easy between all of us uh, so that we kind of know what the schedule is and where everybody is. But I'm with you. I hope we get that schedule a week out so that we can kind of put some stuff on paper and people have an idea. I've seen you people using uh, walkie-talkies. Is that old school? It's old school and it's not very reliable because ships, of course, are all metal. And so when you get somebody that's up on the pool deck and somebody that's down in the cabin, those walkie-talkies really don't work that good. 
Uh, we've tried that before and it's just not really that effective. My wife and I, we've used post-it notes in the cabin that says, hey, here's where I am. Uh, here's where I'm going to be, etc." But that's really as old school as we've gone. Walkie-talkies don't work. Hopefully the apps are happening, uh, but I'll have to look into that before the cruise. All right. That's cool. All right. Well, let's get back into this. What do you got next in store for us? All right. So thanks to my friend, Rich the Meister Dylan, I was introduced to this great band about a year and a half ago called Diamonds. So finally, I get to see them live. They've been around a while, uh, since 2006, actually, from Toronto, Canada. If you have never heard Diamonds, it's power pop, but it's got kind of a punk feel to it with driving guitars. The lineup is CC Diamond on guitar, Daniel Decay on guitar, Tyrone Busione on bass, Aiden Truncata on drums, and then Priya Panda on vocals. And, you know, when the self-titled Diamonds thing was released last year, I ordered a bundle. So I got it on vinyl. They sent me Never Want to Die on vinyl. It was really cool. Priya did a handwritten note uh, thanking each person in these packets. So I got that. She sent me a picture. Um, so they, they know how to take care of their fans. I mean, that, that part was pretty cool. And it was like 75 bucks. It wasn't expensive at all. But it's definitely a kind of a roots-type music, and they're kind of ground-up type band. And I think they're still trying to get noticed. So it's kind of cool to see them at the pre-party. Um, so off of their... New album released last year, self-titled Diamonds, and that's D-I-E-M-O-N-D-S. Check out the song, Made It Through.
so when I booked this cruise, I was sold on all the bands that were a part of this cruise, Eclipse being one of the main ones. And then, of course, you know, the Saxons and Teslas and Kixes and all that stuff never hurts because they're also awesome bands. But when Diamonds got added to the pre-party, that was literally like a huge cherry on top for me because I was convinced I was never going to see Diamonds. Myself, just like Sonny, I got into this band probably a year and a half, two years ago. And really, they're a band that I found that were on somebody else's best of 2017, I think, 2016, 2017. Um, when they put out that record and I loved it, went back and discovered it and just really solid band, love their stuff. They put out this new record last year and the new record to me is a lot different than their previous stuff. It's a little bit more poppy, punky feel to it. There's some great music. This song that, uh, Sonny just played made it through is, is one of the tunes I like a lot off that record. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to seeing this band. Yeah, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be fun, and I think Rich follows these guys all over the world, from what I'm seeing. Yeah, I think Rich has some sort of personal connection. I don't know; he's their manager, or the water boy, or um, you know, I don't know. He brings them tacos at night. I have no clue what Rich's relationship <laughs> is with diamonds. He's almost a worse stalker of diamonds than you are with Soto and Kotzen. I don't know what his deal is. <laughs> <laughs> you're just jealous because you got nobody to stalk that, that's true i have nobody to stalk and let's be quite honest nobody really wants to talk to me anyway <laughs> so, <laughs> you know <laughs> if you see on the cruise somebody sitting in the corner with a grown-up rock t-shirt on looking uh super excited to be there that's me hit me up <laughs> talk to me holler at your boy <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you boy. All right. That brings me to my next, which is one of Sonny's all time favorite artists. Absolutely not. But I go way back with except and Udo Dirk Schneider is going to be on this boat performing as Udo, which Udo just put out a new record last year. Really great hard rock and metal. I love except stuff. Old school except and Udo and just the growl in his voice and the heaviness of the guitar riffs. Really a fan. Udo, I read recently, has uh, had uh, some health issues and had surgery, but he is powering through. Uh, according to the time that we record this, he's still going to be on the boat. He may be sitting in a chair on stage and probably not walking around on stage quite a bit. But hey, as long as he's supplying the vocals and the band is chugging out the riffs, I will probably catch some of the tunes and enjoy it. But here's an absolute oldie but a goodie off the balls to the wall record. This is Love Child. Everyone 
Okay, so I heard the song all the way through. I had never heard the song before. The music is cool. The guitar solo is cool. I just don't get why people like Udo. I I don't. I just don't get it. I must be missing something. The vocal's tough for me. <laughs> just being honest, I, I'm sorry, Udo. You seem like a nice guy, but uh, I just I don't get it. You like what you like, man. You just don't dig the growly vocals. I don't know. It's not like Cookie Monster vocals or something. A guy's got a growl to his voice, but I dig yeah, it. Yeah, there's just something about it. I don't know what it is. Fair enough. All right. So, uh, as I note, uh, as I notated on part two of the part two episode for Monsters of Rock, uh, my lawyers have cleared everything. Jeff Scott Soto's on the ship. I'm allowed to hug him at least once. But anyway, he's on the ship with his band Soto. So this band Soto is really his like more metal band. So if you you know Sons of Apollo, you can probably call him prog symphonic. Uh, Soto's more of his like metal vibe. The stuff he does solo that's labeled Jeff Scott Soto's a little more melodic, a little more radio friendly, but it, you know, it's all Jeff. So there's always going to be catchy courses. There's always going to be cool vocal phrasing. That's just kind of who he is. Soto had David Z in it. Remember the bass player that uh, we lost about a year ago, uh, unfortunate accident. So currently the lineup is Jorge Salon, who's on guitar, which he is a shredder, Idu Cominato, who's in drums, BJ, who's a keyboard and guitarist, and he can sing really well too, and now Tony Dixon on bass. Soto has two albums out. They were both really released in 2015, one at the beginning of the year, one at the end of the year. Uh, one was called Inside the Vertigo. The other one was called Divac. They're working on a new album called Origami. It's supposed to come out later this summer. So off the first album, Inside the Vertigo, Check out this song. Got a little bit of a symphonic feel. Catchy, though. Jealousy.
Scott Soto breaking it down. Hey, did you happen to see Jeff Scott Soto with the uh, old David Lee Roth band doing uh, Shy Boy? Uh, the what? <laughs> the what and who where yeah what are you talking about <laughs> and it was all over the internet recently because at the nam show jeff scott soto performed shy boy with steve Vai, billy sheehan and greg bissonette the david lee roth band the original david oh, lee roth oh band. yeah the jam night thing. yeah the jam night thing. yeah yeah did you see that yeah i did yeah did you enjoy that yeah yeah it was good it's cool right yeah yeah jeff does that kind of stuff uh he was he was at nam when I was there, I think I went in 2015, and he was there that time, too. I think he goes a lot. Yeah, it was just cool seeing the old David Lee Roth band together and playing, you know, that I hadn't been seen in a while. I just, I thought it was cool. I enjoyed it. Thought I'd bring that up, but yeah. Yeah. I guarantee you, Jeff will be on stage a lot because he's got ties to his clips. He's got ties to a couple of other band members here. He's guested on tons of of people's records. I think he'll be on stage with rock and roll res- residency. Most likely my guess is you see him on stage six, seven times. I would say that's probably a good bet. I would not bet against you on that at all. Yeah, so, <laughs> All right. So that leaves me to my fourth and final pick. We are talking a little bit about danger, danger. Ted Poley on the cruise, Danger Danger performing. And I am going to go to 2009's Revolve. Check out this leadoff track from Danger Danger. That's what I'm talking about. There's trouble up ahead Did you hear what I 
Okay, so I'm surprised you like this song because it feels a little Def Leppard, a little soft for you, isn't it? It is a little bit poppy, but I like the melody and I think it's a little bit catchy and I want it to go this direction. I, You know, Danger Danger is one of those bands that I think they do this particular type of music really well. There were a couple of albums in the middle that had some really heavy stuff on there sick little twisted mind off of for the hard way and you know slipped her the big one off of screw it and you know they have that party rock and and some of the heavier uh guitar on some of those tunes but this last record that they did which at this point is quite old they did they released it in 2009 revolve had some really good I guess mature hard rock is how I would kind of uh, um, present it. You know, just some really good pop melodies in there. I just thought it was, uh, there was some really good stuff on it. And I I happen to like this song. So there you go. Yeah, it's a great song. I, I like Danger Danger. I'm looking forward to checking them out. Yeah, I hope I get to catch some of them. I think I saw them once before on the first tour. I think I saw them in a club. I can't remember far that far back because, you know, that would have been what late 80s yeah late 80s early 90s yeah um yeah so that would have been tough for me and i was most likely probably hammered at the time ditto all right so what other bands uh do do we need to cover that we we don't we're not necessarily going to play some music but there's a few more acts that we haven't talked about that will be on this cruise so what do you got for us yeah, I got three of them. So first one's Pat Travers, Canadian guitar, singer, songwriter, been around since 76, 
50 albums, 5-0, between studio, live, compilations. There was four Travers and a Peace albums. I guess that must be Carmine. I really only know two songs, Boom Boom, Mako the Lights, and Snort and Whiskey. Those are the only two songs I, you know anything about this guy? I don't know anything else about this guy. No, I know there's quite a few people that are looking forward to seeing him. I mean, he's just old school guitar player that a lot of the other musicians, I think, appreciate. Supposedly, he's really, really good live. And I know the same stuff you do, Boom Boom, Out Go the Lights, and uh, Snort and Whiskey, and drinking cocaine is it or something like that yeah something like that yeah so i've drank a lot of whiskey i've never snorted it before i don't know how that would work but okay probably not good yeah the other one's gus g so we've talked about gus g before because he made my non-mainstream top 10 of 2018 uh he's released 10 albums with firewind three or four solo releases one with ozzy it's been in bands you know dream evil mystic prophecy night rage now jeff sang a bunch of songs on Gus G's solo album, the second to last one. So my guess is Jeff jumps on stage with Gus because they toured together a little bit too. So you know, Jeff's going to end up losing his voice by the end of this thing, I'm sure. <laughs> we talked to him on Friday when he gets off the ship. He might not be able to talk. But uh, Gus G should be interesting. I think you're going to get part instrumental and then part probably vocals because he's got ties to the guy for, uh, guys from Pink Cream 69 too. So... Most likely he'll have like a roulette wheel of singers. Yeah, that's cool. Also, Gus G, he's Greek, right? Yeah. It's awesome. Maybe we can have like some of them there gyros with him. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Nice. Uh, (laughs) And then the last one I wanted to talk about was Mike Tramp, former lead singer of White Lion. You know, White Lion's been through a bunch of stuff, you know, suing each other and who owns the name and blah, blah, blah. They're done. There's no way they'll ever play again. Now, Tramp has released 10 solo albums in the last 12 years. Uh, no, wait, in the last 22 years. And he had a band called uh, Freak of Nature that released three albums between 93 and 98. And he's supposed to have a, a, a new album out on in March. So the last stuff I heard, he softened up quite a bit. Like it's almost coffeehouse rock. But uh, maybe I didn't listen to enough of it. I only listened to like a half a song in the atrium, and then I was like, all right, that's Mike Tramp, and I just left. I don't, I don't. I think I maybe saw him in between going between two shows or something. But it could be interesting. I don't think he does a lot of White Lion stuff, though, but I'm not positive. I saw Mike Tramp live quite some time ago, and he had a band with him, so he wasn't doing an acoustic thing. And he played a lot of White Lion, but that's, you know, that was ages ago that I saw that. But um, I don't know what he's doing now. I think, I don't think he's doing a full-on band on this cruise, is he? I don't think so. He didn't on 2015. Yeah, so uh, I don't know. If he's one of the acoustic guys, and so like Mike Tramp, Kip Winger, uh, who else is doing the acoustic thing? Holkstra, probably. Holkstra, Karabi. Out of those guys, I mean, no offense, but Tramp probably be the last person I would see out of those guys. Like, I'm looking more forward to seeing, you know, Kotzen and Karabi and Kip Winger's just always really good. He's funny. Kip Winger's funny live. Like, he's a really good kind of conversationalist with the crowd. So, that's always entertaining. But, yeah, so... 
All right. Well, some of the bands that I haven't talked about or covered is King's X. Awesome band. Looking super forward to seeing them. When you hear this episode, if you go back in the archives, I recently released a bonus episode where I did an interview with Ty Tabor, and we actually talk about the upcoming Monsters of Rock cruise. So go check out that interview with Ty Tabor of King's X. Bonus episode, love King's X. We'll absolutely see at least one of the shows on the boat with King's X. The Iron Maidens, the all-female Iron Maiden tribute band, they're playing one of the pre-shows. I think they're playing the second pre-show, pre-concert party thingy. You know, I've seen the Iron Maidens before. When I saw them last, they had some sound issues and some stage issues, and so they weren't as good as they can be. But I don't know about you, but I'm just looking forward to uh, taking in a little Iron Maiden music um, at the pre-party. You cool with that? Dude, the Iron Maidens are awesome. Yeah. I saw them with Nita once. They are incredible. Yeah, so you looking forward to seeing them at the pre-party then? Oh, yeah, definitely. Because you like Maiden, right? Oh, yeah. Maiden's one of my top nine. Are you kidding me? There we go. So yeah. we'll, we'll enjoy a little Iron Maiden together, a little tribute Iron Maiden there at the pre-party. That'll be cool. And then last of the bands is going to be, I think, at the first pre-party, but Kingdom Come. Uh, and Kingdom Come, you know... <laughs> I was never a huge fan of them when they came out. I thought they were okay. I saw them. Uh, I saw the original band. This version of the van doesn't have the lead singer Lenny, who, you know, from what I understood back in the day, that was kind of his whole thing. He was that band. But, um, you know, this version has... Uh, the original drummer, James Kotak, who spent all the time with the Scorpions, and I think they kicked him out. Uh, so he put this band back together, and it's him as an original member. And I don't even know if uh, Danny Staggs is in this band anymore, the guitar player, because uh, I think he was an important part of the original band as well. So... I'll check them out. They're at the pre-party, so I'm good with that. I just don't remember loving this band all that much. How about you? I just remember the hits, and uh, I remember they were getting all kinds of crap about being trying to be Zeppelin. Yeah. Now, when you say hits, you're talking about the single hit that, that was sort of a semi-hit? Uh, they had like two or three videos. Yeah, but I think I think the only song that made any kind of airplay was what was it called? Get it on or Yeah, yeah. Is that it? Yeah, okay. that was it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know a ton about them. I own a couple of albums, but I never listened to them. Yeah. Okay. So, we'll see what we get. I don't know that any of those bands uh that we talked about except for with the exception of King's X are going to like be the showstoppers for the cruise, but you know, I'm good. Yeah, we'll see. I think uh I think Gus G will surprise some people. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Cool. You wanted the best, but you got the best. The hottest band in the world. Yes! It's time for your historic moment on Growing Up Rock. 
All right, so for the historic moment, the one band that we have left to talk about in three episodes is Extreme. So we could have played tons of Extreme. Extreme's got all kinds of albums. I'm an Extreme fan. And uh, we could have picked a lot of songs, but figured, you know, let's pick a uh, Kiss cover that they did from 94. So it's well documented that Gary and Noon are both Queen and Aerosmith fans. There's no doubt about it. It's all over in their music. But in 94, they were on this uh, basically Kiss-sanctioned tribute album called Kiss My Ass. And this tribute album actually went gold. It peaked at number 19 on the Billboard 200, which is amazing. And it stayed on the charts for 13 weeks. That's not bad for a tribute album. Now, for the Kiss fanatics, so you're going to hear the song Strutter. It's unique because the vocal melody is pretty similar, but Extremes added a little funk to it. And you're going to hear God of Thunder in it. You're going to hear Heavens on Fire. You're going to hear Shout It Out Loud. You're going to hear Love Gun. And you're going to hear Detroit Rock City in this song. See if you can pick it out. Here is Extreme's version of Strutter.
Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> I don't know that I've actually ever heard that. I'll be honest with you, man. I Extreme definitely is one of the bands also on the cruise that I won't miss. I've seen them before, but I love me some Extreme, man. So good live. Yeah, I I love Extreme and uh 2015, I would say they were second best on the boat with Europe really just really impressed me. Europe was amazing on the 2015 cruise, but Extreme was a close second. Very cool. So we're almost there. All right. So the countdown at this point, if you're listening to this on release day, the countdown is what? Uh, five days till pre-party? Five days. Woo! Five days till pre-party. It's going to be crazy. Five days till pre-party, seven days till cruise. I think that's how the math works out. Yeah, something like that. Close enough. Close enough for her horseshoes and hand grenades, baby. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, damn, man. That's three episodes of the preview of Monsters of Rock Cruise. I know it's a lot, but hopefully cruisers have gotten a kick out of this. We've shared some kick-ass music. We've shared some stories. We've had some fun times with our friend Rich the Meister Dylan. And if you've enjoyed these three episodes, go subscribe to the podcast, whether it's on Android or whether it's on Apple. And make sure you subscribe because guess what? We're going to make sure we release a finale. And the finale will not want to be missed because hopefully we'll get some of you guys on our podcast with us some of the cruisers some of the bands and just our whole recap of how the entire week went down so what else we got to say before we kick this thing in the ass and get out of here there sunny boy i know thanks for listening uh thanks for all the feedback i look forward to meeting new friends and the cruise is going to be amazing All right, kick ass. We'll look back and see you guys on the upcoming 2019 Monsters of Rock Cruise. Rock on, people. Later. Get ready to shuffle, rattle, and roll. Play us out, boys. Hey, this is Ty Tabor from Things X. You're listening to the Growing Up Rock podcast with Steve and Sonny. Turn that up.
please make sure you subscribe to our podcast, Growing Up Rock, and leave us a review on iTunes. Give us a like and leave us a comment on Facebook at Growing Up Rock. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.